Welcome. I am a small, fuzzy, middle-aged woman, unexpectedly named Turl Kronberg. And in the very front of my brain, I have an exceptional little bit that I call the wise turtle. She is the most thoughtful, observant, and compassionate part of me. And this podcast is her platform for speaking to the world. Her aim is to try to understand the patterns of growth in the universe and use those discoveries to help us all uncover the most important, inspiring story of who we are and where we want to go as Earthlings. I hope that you enjoy her musings. Namaste. I'm finally doing it. I'm going to do a podcast on fake news, except that, of course, I don't actually want to talk about fake news because, well, everyone else is talking about fake news and that's not useful. Fake news is whatever it is. You can complain about it, but if you want to do something about it, you want to aim at talking about fake, fake news, which, you know, as a double negative would be real news. So let's talk about real news. Let's talk about how we get people to want to be honest. How to get people to want to share important information with the world. Because people hiding information, people keeping secrets, people lying, people making up stories uh, to deceive others isn't helpful unless we ask for it. You know, we love fiction. We do love stories that are made up. We love it, but we want to know. We want to, we want it to be there when we ask for it, not, (laughs) not, uh, not without preparation, not without wanting it, not without being ready for it. What we want in other times is real information. It's useful information is, what we would call, quote, facts. Um, However, I just like that term and I'm not going to be using it because uh, in reality, nothing is ever completely true. Nothing is ever completely false um, in any kind of, you know, conversational way. I mean, we can we can say one plus one equals two, one plus one doesn't equal three uh, in a very minimalistic way, but in a more complex way, um, anything can be true. Anything can be false, depending on how we're looking at it. Uh, when we're talking about, you know, complex reality with human beings having conversation, because what we what we mean when we say a word is not always what the other person thinks we mean. They can have a different meaning for that word in their head, and they should, in fact, because reality being so complex, the way our brains organize themselves, we understand things by context, 
by the contextual information that we see around it. So the images and the sights and the sounds and the smells and the tastes, uh, the colors and the whatevers that are associated with any, any given word or term or idea uh, will be different in different brains. So facts, it's not very useful. But what I say is useful information, uh, you know, that conveys something important, that conveys an idea or, a, you know, again, a, a sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, whatever. Um, we want that information to be available when we're ready for it. So what we want is the important information that is that is conveyed in a useful way, right? So we want to, to have the best questions that we're asking. You know, if we're talking about news information, um, you know, we're talking about fake, fake news. So we're not talking about um, just random conversations. We're talking about news. We're talking about people accessing, uh, using using some sort of inquiry process to get information from other people or possibly from ourselves. So what we want is to have the best questions that we can possibly get that are going to help us give the highest quality information that we can convey to others in whatever way we want. So we can take the answers and then convey them in our own way, of course. But we need to get those answers. We need to ask the right questions, get the right answers. And then we can have the best quality news out there. So whether we're a journalist or a scientist or um, a student or a teacher even, and we want to get the, the highest quality news in some way to help others or to help ourselves figure out a problem or understand something, then I suggest that instead of sort of flailing around or asking some of the same questions over and over again that, you know, might be somewhat interesting, like, what's your favorite book? Or what do you think success means? What does success look like for you? You know, these are some semi-classic questions that people ask all the time. Um, and, you know, while they can lead to interesting answers, um, they may not lead to the highest quality answers. So I propose uh, a modified version of my speaking up process, which I've spoken of many times before and have used in a lot of different situations. Um, and this is yet another one of them. Um, but this particular set of questions is geared towards um, public information, sharing news, sharing the, the big stories of life as we see. So I'm going to break this down. Hopefully this won't take too long. Um, and the, the brief summary is written down in the blog post at turl.org, T-U-R-I-L dot O-R-G, which is where this podcast comes from. Um, so the, the basic things um, 
I tend to call them loves, losses, dreams, and hopes. Um, it actually hopes and dreams. I really wanted it to go the other way around, uh, but they go in the order of dreams and hopes. Um, but loves and losses are in the right order. <laughs> uh, anyway, so loves is the best things, the best things that an individual experiences in life. And these four questions you can ask to anyone. You can start by asking yourself about them, and then you can ask anyone else out there, um, whether it's a politician or an actor or a writer or just someone who's in the news or someone you're interested in learning about. Um, in a broad way. Someone you really want to get to the heart of who they are and what they want to do in life. Uh, you know, what their past is and what their future is and what their present is. So the best things you can ask them. Um, I like the word precious. I'm not sure if that's the best word, but it's a word that feels that feels like it's really hitting something that a lot of other words wouldn't in this case. So I ask, what is the most precious people, places, and things in your universe? Um, and it, these are the things that you really care about and the, that are meaningful to you, that are important to your life, that have affected your life, and have added something positive to your experience in the world. Um, in an especially meaningful way. And these are the things you want to take care of. These are the things you want to protect and you want to ensure that they, you know, continue on as long as possible. Um, you can obviously mention things that uh, have not continued on, something that you had in your past. Um, you can mention that, but you would mention that in a more general way, um, sort of talking about the things you appreciated about that and maybe would like to see again in the future. So, yeah, ask people what their most precious things are in the universe. And I use the terms people, places, and things very specifically so that is it open-ended, but giving people, a, 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 you know, giving individuals a way of sort of framing their answers. So that it's, you know, it's not just humans, obviously. It's not just animals. It's not, not even just plants and animals and other living things. But it's everything that's out there that um, can be important, whether it's a, a, a group or even, you know, a book or an idea or a story. You know, it could be anything, really. So that's why I say people, places, and things. And try to keep it as open-ended as possible so that people... Um, you know they can they can come up with their own their own things in whatever form works for them um, so yes so that's the loves and that's helping people clarify something that they might not even know themselves or they might not be consciously aware of so that can actually help uh, the, them understand themselves better which can help them express things in the future about, you know, what's important to them and why they're, you know, why they are the way they are and how they got there and, you know, what, what makes them sort of the best, you know, the best parts of them that have gone into them, you know, the things they carry, uh, 
into the future and the, the things that are that affect them and that leads into the second uh, question which is uh, the losses also known as the challenges um, and these are looking at the things that you've loved most that, that are most precious to you in your life that have been threatened or harmed um, and what are the challenges that you faced or you are facing currently past present future whatever um, in trying to take care of the things that you love the people places and things that are most precious to you how have they been threatened and how how have you struggled to deal with that? Uh, either the loss of them, the actual loss of them, and you don't have them anymore and you mourn them, or just uh, that they're currently being threatened, or you might even be just worried about them in the future. Maybe they're fine right now and they've been fine in the past, but in the future, you know, something might happen to them. And, and this is true. I mean, everyone has just a whole lot of these, I'm quite sure. Uh, certainly in modern, quote, modern uh, culture. You know, there's so many things that are, we are worried about because there's so many changes going on, especially now, and, you know, everything from climate to political change uh, to, you know, even to just mainstream media and how it's changing from being, uh, you know, a, a one-to-many kind of, situation where there's a, a centralized media conglomerate you know newspaper television um, hollywood whatever you know that that is putting the media out and then everyone else is just you know an audience absorbing it uh, to now we have a much more interactive much more egalitarian networked uh one to one to one to one to one um set up where you can you know where everyone can interact with everyone else and so the media is is uh, much more diversified um, but we worry about that you know so we have these these past losses and future fears of loss and present um, you know challenges of how we're dealing with those things both the past and the present and so asking people about that in a very open-ended way way again with you know the 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 challenges that they face or have faced in dealing with losses or potential losses of the precious people places and things in their life um, and you can ask them or you can just let them go you can ask them more details about that including things like what other individuals um, seem to be in your way you know how are other individuals or groups uh, preventing you from taking good care of these precious things or in the past how have they um, or in what ways were they trying to take care of their own you know your enemies whatever whoever's standing in your way whatever is blocking you from taking care of your precious people, places, and things, maybe you can look at how they were protecting their own pe precious people, places, and things, and that 
you know, they were trying to do something good, but in doing so, it was preventing you from doing something good. Um, so if you really want to dive deep, that's probably the, the deepest you could go with this question. Um, but if someone's not ready for that, then just, you know, just ask them about their past and open-ended uh, let them tell their story about some loss they've had or some challenge they're facing currently. Which leads into people's purposes. So we do want to protect and, uh, and nourish and help the things that we love grow and be better and be healthy. And this is where our purposes are which is also our dreams, you know, our goals, our ideals in life, that we have some, you know, people, places, and things who motivate us to be a better person, to add something to the world, to improve life in some way. And those are based on the people, places, and things that have, that have positively affected us the most. You know, they give us this energy to to do something positive to to make a positive effect on the world so our hopes and dreams um, are related to these precious things people places and things in our life and how we want to take good care of them and that also involves our own personal skills and interests as far as work goes so this is actually making a positive change. So doing something. Um, our purpose is to do something in a certain way that, that we can do as individuals, you know, something that we can bring to the table that maybe no one else can or, you know, just not everyone else can or maybe no one in our area can. Uh, so something that we can do uniquely. And... I tend to separate those things into the, the four basic first, second, third, and fourth person um, groupings, uh, that I, categories that I tend to use. And so that's the physical. Um, so we're either looking to uh, take care of physical bodies, which are, you know, the mostly the, the um, things that we put into our bodies and the things that come out of our bodies. So, you know, the food and the water and uh, the stuff that comes out of our bodies. <laughs> you know, someone's got to deal with that too. So there's the physical. We can, we can help physically, uh, you know, improve life for the people, places, and things around us. Uh, on a small scale or a large scale, you know, we can either make something, you know, make make some food for someone else, or we could develop a whole, um, you know, water processing uh, system uh, for our community, which is on a larger scale, but it's still dealing with the, you know, the physical inputs and outputs of our bodies. So we have clean water, and that the 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 stuff that our body is eliminate can go into you know dirty water whatever less clean water and then that and that gets processed somehow so that it comes out clean again um, so there's the physical there's the emotional which is also sort of what I call the home um, category which is sort of the larger personal environments that we live in and that we work in like on a day-to-day hour-to-hour basis you know where we 
you know, the spaces around us, whether that's, a, you know, a, a personal vehicle or, a, you know, or a, or a house uh, or a garden, you know, something, something personal that we actually use as our, our living space on a, you know, a regular basis. And that, uh, that involves the air and the warmth categories, I say, so that we have, um, you know, we have a space, a physical space to be in um, that we share with others probably, or that we do the things that we do. Uh, and so that's, you know, more intimate, but, uh, you know, art and, and emotional stuff can go in there to make us feel better. So it's not just, you know, like a square box. Uh, you know, that's, that's great for temporary, but, you know, we want to make it a home. We don't want it just to be an empty box. We want to make it comfortable. We want to make it, you know, reassuring and, and loving. Um, so that's the home category. And then there's the uh, community category, which is the, the larger but still cohesive infrastructure of, uh, you know, the community around you, your, your friends and family and neighbors and, and coworkers and whatever, um, even some strangers. So... That can be everything from literally, you know, the neighborhood or an apartment complex or a school um, on up to a much larger infrastructure, you know, from uh, transportation hubs, networks from, you know, city to city um, or around the city. So anything, politics even. Um, and I say this is the, uh, the energy and um, history category. So we focus on um, providing the community with a way to interact, you know, to use its energy and to record, you know, practical solutions to things. So on a, on a larger scale, you know, looking at the history of what things have worked and what things haven't worked and things like that. Um, so that's the sort of community level that we might be interested in. And then the final level we might be most interested in, in doing work, is uh, on a, a global scale, a, a world and beyond scale, uh, which I sometimes call culture, sometimes call media, um, global networking scale. Um, and that's primarily future, future visions um, just sort of imagining where we want to go. So it's not history, but it's, it's ideals and, and spirituality, anything that, that has to do with uniting us as, as a planet, as all of the earthlings, animal, vegetable, mineral earthlings, you know, and uniting us in sort of a, a grand goal for you know, who we are and where we want to go in the future. Uh, in a shared ideal, I guess. And so those are the four levels that we could do work. And so those are the four levels that we sort of create our dreams. You know, some people want to be doctors, and that would be the physical level. Some people want to be, you know, therapists or artists or musicians, you know, musicians, any kind of art of expression. Um, and that would be the emotional and home level. Um, architects can be, or tend to be on the home level as well. Um, you know, anyone who's interested in, in helping other people in their personal 
spaces. Uh, and then there's, you know, some people want to do work on a much larger scale and design systems for, you know, you know, interacting, helping people sort of get together and, and communicate or, or just physically interact or whatever, but it's on a much larger scale of, of you know, moving everyone around and getting them all together in sort of an, in a, in a larger um, network of, of you know, individuals and, and groups. Um, and then there's the final, you know, work type of work that you might be dreaming of doing, which is the the designing, you know, being a visionary, sort of designing uh, cultural changes. Um, this is what I tend to do. This is my thing. You know, I I'm putting out there the media and cultural ideas and ways of thinking, philosophy. Uh, of you know who we are and what we want to do as a whole planet, you know that's that's the big cultural type of work. And so you probably have dreams of one or more of these. Uh, I mean, I also do a little bit of the food stuff. I love growing um, and preparing. Somewhat less about preparing it, but uh, thinking about preparing it, <laughs> I like to do and talking about preparing it, but. Uh, of food and, and growing plants and all the different kinds of plants and even you know wild edibles and stuff like that. So you know everyone probably has more than one interest uh, that they'd like to do. Uh, so asking people about that, asking yourself about that. You know what are your dreams for the kind of work that you would like to do in your goal of uh, doing some positive change for the people, places, and things that you love. That you care about and then finally relating of course to the purpose and the dreams is what do you need for that to happen what do you need to make your dreams come true um, and those are your hopes I hope to be able to get um, housing for myself and my loved ones for my husband and some of my friends and some total strangers who I'd love to beat uh, who would like to work with me on my grand idea of starting a network a global network of community spaces called create spaces um, of which is uh, community create is community resource exchange art technology and education um, and bringing people in to live for free doing uh, community service work or global community service work one or the other or both uh, that that solves helps solve people problems using uh, collaborative working between artists uh, techie type people scientists whatever and educators and bringing those three different kinds of expertise in to help uh, problem solve of helping people get more of what they need to, to do the things that they really want to do and to make a positive difference in the world using available resources. So that's my hope. That's my biggest hope that I have. I have this, these spaces starting with one space and I'm, I am getting closer to that and it may happen. Um, it's a whole lot of complexity. I definitely can't just make it happen right now, but um, hopefully with some help, I will be able to. If you'd like to help with that, please let me know. Um, 
at turl.org is my blog and you can find my contact information there or you can email me at thewiseturtle at gmail.com that's thewiseturtle all one wordish thing squished together at gmail.com um, but I have smaller needs as well I, have, I, I hope to continue to be able to get really high quality food plants and um you know, really good raw food stuff and recipes for raw food stuff and ways to store it and prepare it. You know, that's something that's meaningful to more meaningful to me than most things. I mean, obviously, there I want everything that I need, all my basic needs, my, you know, food, water, air, warmth, light, information, and ways to express my body's uh, solids, liquids, gases, and energy. You know, those are the basic things that all at least mammals need and probably all animals need and some of that plants need uh, but definitely for humans those are all the things that we absolutely need that our bodies need uh, in order to function well so obviously I want all of those things and I do struggle with many of them these days um, but the ones that are most important to me are finding a home for myself and my husband and you know some friends and family and strangers to work in a nonprofit creative problem-solving space with a big garden ideally and maybe a greenhouse hopefully eventually because it'll probably be in Maine or certainly New England I imagine uh, where there's a cold climate um, so those you know the things that you need. Ask people, you know, what do you most need right now? What could, what, what is, what are you lacking in that you think would help you be able to achieve your dreams more easily? Certainly work towards them more effectively. Uh, so yeah, so those are the four big questions to get to the best quality answers, the best quality information that individuals have to offer, because these are the things that only they really know. I mean, you can ask their friends and family, um, and you can sort of study them and kind of guess at some of this stuff, and, that, and, and you might even get it, you know, more accurately than they'll be able to explain it. Um, you know, a small child uh, isn't going to know all of these things about themselves yet, but you can, you can make some guesses based on the sort of things they've been interested in, you know, maybe even give them some feedback and say, hey, is, is this something that you think you might be interested in? Um, or are these the things that you really care about? You know, that sort of thing. You can, you can make suggestions. Um, but they're, they're really the ones, the only ones who can tell you for sure. Uh, and, and even if they make a mistake and they're not really sure and they, they sort of flounder around, and that's important too, you know. But eventually, and, and they're the only ones that can really test it out and, and know for sure. So, so asking people these questions, I think, is crucial for us to get the best quality news out into the public. Again, there are a lot of other smaller things that people are interested in or whatever that, that you know, want to share. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, but I think it's important that we at least start to ask these questions. And these questions, again, they aren't random. They aren't just like things that I think are interesting. And this is based on some very important science about um, categorization and organization and uh, psychology based on um, 
the, the patterns of growth and the patterns of, uh, you know, sort of the math of it all. Um, and if you're curious about that, please let me know. Contact me and I can, I can go into it a little more depth. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, if you want to ask these questions to everyone, yourself, to anyone you're interested in interviewing or knowing more about, whether it's for your personal information or it's something that you actually want to share with the world, you want to help people express themselves more clearly, you know, try asking these questions of, you know, what their losses are, what their loves are, what their hopes and dreams are, and, uh, and do it in, in the order that I have presented, uh, because that, that is a, a growth pattern that helps people see things more clearly, because you need to know, you know what you care about before you know what you want to do, because what you want to do is based on what you care about, so you can phrase it in better ways, and you can understand it better by starting at the beginning and moving towards the end. Um, and, if you'd, and if you'd like any more information about this, please do get in touch with me. Um, as I said, my email is thewiseturtle at gmail.com. And my blog, where this podcast is hosted, is turl, T-U-R-I-L, dot O-R-G. And you can find me on Reddit on username turl, T-U-R-I-L. So if you go to reddit.com slash user slash turl, and then I would add a slash overview on the end of it to make it a little easier to read, and you'll see everything there in chronological order, nice and simple, not this weird random system that Reddit has started coming up with their new system, but whatever, if you just go to user turl, you'll find me anyway. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, get in touch with me. If not, ask these questions to anyone and everyone you are interested in knowing more about. And uh, I guess I'll leave you with that and hope that you've discovered something important and useful and as interesting and honest as it can be when that is what you need. Okay. Namaste.